0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome. Thank you for tuning in to Take Two Healthcare, your guide to a better living on an Ask the Experts weekend. I will be your host for this hour. My name is Dr. Natalie Yaley, board certified doctor of chiropractic, clinical thermography technician, and physician certified by the American Academy of Thermology to interpret thermograms. Our clinic offers many services to not only the Dayton area residents, but to many patients across the country. We offer nutritional services, which is what we speak of mostly on this show. Uh, But we are obviously all chiropractors, so we do offer chiropractic care and therapy, acupuncture, and thermography. So if you have never been to our office or if you have more questions about any of the services that we do, you can visit us at Take2HealthCare.com. That's with the number two. Our website has a lot of good references. We have recipes on there. We have case studies. There's sections about all of us doctors if you want to read more. So uh, please take time to visit that. If you have any questions, you can also call the office. Our phone number is 937-433-3241. And we have been on air now for over 35 years. Um, I myself have been at the clinic for 11 years now. So this is my 12th year. And... I wouldn't be here if I didn't believe in what we do and if I didn't see the amount of people that we help on a daily basis. And like I said, not just in the Dayton area, but across the the nation. You know, I have patients in California and Florida and Texas and Alabama, and uh, we can do anything over the phone and over Zoom, and any testing that we order can be done through LabCorp. So LabCorp is the clinic we use to get your blood drawn if you choose to do nutritional therapy with us based on comprehensive testing through the blood. So we use LabCorp to draw the blood. So if you want, you never have to step foot in our office. Um, Of course, we'd love to see you, but uh, we also have the option of Zoom now as well. So we have quite a few things to talk about today. This is going to be a good show. I mean, they're all good, but, um, you know, I appreciate you guys tuning in. We have a lot of listeners uh, that come to our clinic and uh, come because they've listened for so many years. And if this is your first time listening, um, you can, uh, well, all of these Radio shows are recorded, and you can visit our website to listen to any past show. So on our website, it's just under the tab that says Radio Shows. Uh, you click on that, and you can just scroll through and listen to us wherever you're at. So today we're going to talk a little bit about some some of the articles about long COVID. So long COVID is a term used in the healthcare industry right now for patients that have had COVID symptoms last for a very long time. And a lot of these articles and studies that I came across basically have suggested that nobody really knows how to treat long COVID, um, what causes it. And so we're going to go into that. And I also have um, some some positive mindset over how we think of our of our bodies and a better way of thinking about how to become healthier. So we'll, we'll talk about that as well. But um, first, let's talk about some of these articles I came across. So whether COVID mandates change, develop or whatever, we have to remember that the masks and vaccine requirements are not all you should be doing to prevent severe, long lasting side effects if you're exposed to the virus. Um, We can't just rely on those. There's lots of things that we need to be doing. This virus has stumped even the top medical doctors around the country. Uh, There's not just one textbook case that we can put a finger on to predict the outcomes of this virus in each person. Um, You know, every person experiences different side effects. Some lose taste. Some have a fever. Some have fatigue. And some may even not have any symptoms at all, vaccinated or not, you might have symptoms, you might not, but there's, you know, your symptoms are definitely going to be different than if your neighbor gets the virus and their symptoms. So, you know, my new patient that came to the office this week explained her case after getting COVID twice. And she got it once in April of 2020. So right when everything started. And then this past summer, she now has a pulmonologist, a cardiologist, and a neurologist all on her team because of her long-lasting symptoms. She's now on two medications as well. Her case was so bad that they thought she had multiple sclerosis. I mean, it was ruled out, but they couldn't, they had no idea, like, what was going on with all of her symptoms, and she's basically just been diagnosed with long COVID. You know, she's obviously been put into that category, and then she was referred to the University of Cincinnati, where they just recently opened up a unit for patients diagnosed with long COVID. So your physician does have to refer you for this program, but her referral was made at the end of the summer last year. She can't get in until this October. The waiting period is about a year to get into this unit of long COVID therapeutic. And at this clinic, multiple specialists and clinicians combine their expertise to help the patients. Um, There's also another one in Cleveland, I believe, and these are newer to hospitals, obviously. But this virus has an effect on people that nobody can figure out, vaccinated or not. And, you know, I was thinking when I was with her, I'm like, you know, I'm happy you came here because I really do believe That with the advanced blood testing we do, we're going to be able to kickstart your program and get you on a better or a path towards better health sooner. Um, So we ordered a comprehensive panel, a hair test for toxic element testing, and a female cancer profile for her baseline testing. And, you know, all patients are different, different stories, different backgrounds. Each patient that comes to us will have their own unique testing. There's not just one panel that we run for everybody. Um, And I know Dr. Merkel last week was talking about the large baseline study package that we offer. And, you know, it can get expensive. So this large baseline study that we do can cost, you know, up to $3,000. But if you can't afford everything right away, we just build on. We build up to it, you know. Um, So for her, I didn't want to miss anything. And there's been studies that have been you know, brought it to our attention that cancer patients that have had cancer in their past are now getting sicker after being diagnosed with with COVID-19, like cancers are coming back. So I wanted to be sure that we're not missing anything on her. Um, So that's why I ordered her cancer screening. Um, You know, if you're over 50 and you've never had your cancer panel done, it is something to think about. For males and females, it is different. Um, But it includes markers for gastrointestinal cancers, liver cancers, pancreatic cancers, breast and ovarian for females, prostate cancer for males. And these are not genetic markers, but they come back as a value or a number. The closer to zero, the better. So what we do is we test them initially, make sure they all look good. If they don't, we assign a protocol and then we retest the ones that need to be retested. So... um, with her, I'm really excited, you know, as her case goes on, I'll share with all of you listeners, you know, how her blood test comes back and everything. But I was thinking like, okay, they have these units out there. They have these newer additions to the hospitals where all these specialists and expertise are helping their patients. Well, what they may be missing could be found in the type of testing we do. You know, what's what if I were to tell you that you could have Better outcomes and survival rates of COVID if you were properly tested and naturally built your immune status and improved overall cardiovascular health without the use of medication. And we reverse a lot of findings that we see in people's blood work. You know, um, you don't know you have an underlying condition until it's found. Right? And they say that a lot of patients that are suffering from long COVID have underlying disorders such as diabetes, being overweight, maybe even other autoimmune disorders. But what if you don't know? What if you're pre-diabetic? What if you're borderline? It's not flagged medically. What if your doctor doesn't bring it to your attention? So it's really important to know where you're at on all levels. The body works as a whole. That's why it's so important to when you initially test to test comprehensively, because you don't want to miss anything. You know, a lot of um, a lot of people want to know about their thyroid. This is just an example. Well, if you test your thyroid, but you don't test to see if you're being exposed to uranium, radon, or have high levels of iodine, you you can't build the whole picture. So that's why it's so important to when you first. Start testing to make sure you don't miss anything. And a part of this long COVID puzzle, you know, that may be missing is where we come in. And I'm almost, I almost told this patient, you know, it's kind of like we're like a subunit of University of Cincinnati. You know, we're going to get the ball going before you even have a consultation with them there. We're going to get your vitamin D status optimized we're going to look at your cholesterol and improve your diet. We are going to check your liver function and your kidney function. And these are all things that you can do tomorrow. You just have to have me order them, but but that's easy to do. And like I said, you don't have to start with the whole big baseline study if you can't afford it. We can start small and build up, which a lot of people do, and that's perfectly fine. And um, there's a few other Case studies and articles that I'm going to present with you as well, because a lot of them are are going into cardiovascular disease that has increased since COVID has become an issue. And I'm also going to share with you a really good uh, blood test that you can do that was put out by the Cleveland Clinic. And we do have to cut to a short break here coming up. But during the break, if you have time and if you're in front of a computer or your phone, you can go to the website called Know Your Risk com, and that's one word, KnowYourRisk.com, and that this website is going to tell you about this advanced cardiovascular testing that you can do, and like I said, LabCorp runs a test. You just go to the LabCorp to get the blood work done, um, but this website tells you all of the enzymes that are included with this test and how it can predict cardiovascular disease, stroke, heart attack. I mean, imagine if you knew where those levels were before you were exposed to the virus or even if you've been exposed to the virus. I mean, this patient has had it twice. And, um, you know, you don't want to end up with three extra doctors and two extra medications just in one year. So let's find out where you're at, where you are at right now. Let's improve and optimize all of your levels, that way your outcomes of not just COVID, but any disease, any virus, any flu. We want to improve your outcomes overall, and that is what we do. All right, don't tune away. We have to cut to a short break. Again, thank you all for tuning in. This is going to be a really good show. It is so far. I'm so glad you're here with me. Um, Like I said, during the break, if you have time, go to knowyourrisk.com. Check that out. If not, not a big deal. I'm going to explain a little bit more when we come back. Don't tune away. You're listening to Dr. Natalie Yaley on WHIO Ask the Experts Weekend. I'll be right back.
1: It's our Ask the Expert Weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95-7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert Weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour News, Weather, and Traffic Station. 1290 and 95-7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.
0: And welcome back, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in to Take Two Healthcare: Your Guide to a Better Living on an Ask the Experts weekend. We are here every weekend, every Saturday from 11 to noon. And if you miss any of the shows or miss the beginning of this show, we are talking about long COVID. But these are recorded and put on our website under the tab that says radio shows. Um, So please, if you've never visited our website, there's lots of references there. Um, I do... Um, highly suggest that you check that out sometime uh, my name is dr natalie yaley and i am your host for this hour and you know if you ever have any questions you can reach us out on facebook and our phone number at the office is nine three seven four three 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 two four one and if you're a current patient you can email your doctor using the ticket system um, if you're not a current patient um, the ticket system is our online communication portal that we have with all of our patients. It's kind of like a my chart, um, So we use that so all of our patients can email us anytime that they need anything and we respond within two days. So it's a really nice tool to have, especially with any changes that, that might occur. And uh, we need to be kept up to date with everything. So um, at the first segment, we were talking about long COVID and basically that a lot of physicians just, can't figure out what to do with patients to improve or reduce side effects of long COVID. And I came across an article about long COVID and common questions about it. And it was titled Four Key Questions About Long COVID. Um, I found it on Nature Limited um, it was a featured article. I thought it was pretty interesting. Some of these studies, you have to be really careful when you're reading these because, you know, some of the variables are left out. Uh, check out who wrote it and their credentials. Um, check out the date. Make sure it's not outdated. But, you know, there's a lot of questions that pop up sometimes when you read about these. And I'll share you a few tips on on how to do that. But <clears throat> the common questions that this talked about, you know, the general answer for everything I came across was that scientists don't know options for treatments are fairly limited and the disorder of long COVID is poorly understood. Excuse me. One research of more than in this article um, went over this. So one research study in this article of more than 3,500 long COVID patients showed that there were 205 symptoms. How in the world are we going to treat 205 symptoms? And where do we put this patient? The most common symptoms were being fatigue, post-exertional malaise, and cognitive dysfunction. Those are pretty vague, pretty wide. Um, Another study done in the UK of 20,000 people that tested positive for COVID since April of 2020 came to the conclusion that more than 1 in 10 people who became infected have gone to get long COVID. That's a 10% chance. Um, that's pretty high, I think, because this, this long COVID does not sound fun. Um, this patient that I was talking to um, this week that came to me to get her testing done so she can just get over these symptoms and get better and get back to herself. Um, You know, she, like I said, she, she has a cardiologist now. She, she has a neurologist. They thought she had MS. I mean, it's just, it's, it's really hard to treat and to know exactly what to do. But if you treat the body as a whole, you know, if you optimize your levels of, of different enzymes and minerals and vitamins, you're only, you're only benefiting your body. It doesn't, what we do doesn't hurt. What we do only helps. And um, I just think one in 10 people who get infected have a chance to get this long COVID. That's that's quite a bit. Um, they are. So the study goes on in and under the conclusion. And I thought this was inter- interesting to note that it says they are finding that it is a multi-system disorder, which means it affects multiple organs. Um. And that it may even turn into an autoimmune disorder. So, goodness, I can't even imagine what the future holds for us. So this COVID virus may cause autoimmune disorders in in certain people. And the, the symptoms of this, if it were to be labeled an autoimmune disorder, I mean, uh, the symptoms are... 205 symptoms, according to the one study. I mean, that's that's so much. So how are we going to treat this? Nobody knows. It's too new. Nobody knows. Um, so some ask about the impact of vaccines. All right. So one, or actually there are, there are a couple problems with with some of these articles. And what they don't talk about is how many of the patients are vaccinated? What medical treatments are administered? Does COVID itself cause these, or did they have some underlying disorder? So there's so many variables. Um, so what about the impact of vaccines? Well, some scientists say that they don't know yet whether vaccine prevents long COVID. And um, I'm sorry, I went I went over my time. I got to cut to a short break. I sometimes I just get into it and I and I lose track of time. So don't turn away. We're going to be right back. I know I got you on the seat um you're excited for what you're going to hear next so uh you're listening to dr natalie yaley on 95.7 fm and am 1290 news talk radio we'll be right back
1: it's our ask the expert weekend on the miami valley radio station with breaking news weather and traffic 1290 and 95.7 whio dayton's news and talk It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.
0: Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to Take-Two Healthcare, your guide to a better living, and I am your host for this hour. My name is Dr. Natalie Yaley, and um, you know I've been doing this radio show now for, this will be my 12th year. Um, I feel like I have grown t- to be a, a radio personality. Um, you know, I've really gotten into it over the last couple of years because it I just realized you know this is a huge platform for us to use to really promote health and how we treat our bodies and and how we get people healthier. because and I say this all the time. I mean being with the clinic now for, Eleven years, I wouldn't still be here if I didn't see the outcomes we have. It's amazing. Um, Unfortunately, we do catch cancers, but sometimes we catch them early enough because they were missed medically, and the patients are doing just fine. Um, Sometimes it might have been chronic, but you know what? The way we test is so unique. Um, Insurance doesn't cover it, and I know that stinks. Um, You know, we pay so much for insurance. Dr. Dyer and I were actually talking about that uh, this week, how much how much insurance costs these days. And, uh, you know, if you don't go to the doctor a whole lot, you're not getting much out of it. But are you testing properly? Are they doing everything that they can be doing for your health? And sometimes you have to pay a little extra to really get I mean, you pay for what you get, right? Um, so take advantage of this this unique type of testing we do. Um, please check out our website at Take2HealthCare.com and uh, look at the case studies. I mean, there are so many things that we are able to improve in just sometimes two weeks. We see improvement in two weeks in some cases. Some might be two months. Some might be six months. But if you are, let's just say, 5% better every month, think about where you'll be at the end of the year. Um, okay. So that was my little rant. We were before the break talking about long COVID and how more than one in 10 people get it, um, or get diagnosed if they've been infected with COVID. And, um, that's 10%. That's quite a bit. And the scary part is that nobody knows how to treat it. Um, nobody knows how to discover it until you've been infected with the virus. So, um, They're saying it can even turn into an autoimmune disorder. So we were talking about before the break, what about the impact of vaccines? Well, scientists say that they don't really know yet. And they don't know whether or not vaccines prevent long COVID. They just haven't been out long enough. That's all. Um, This UK study I came across of more than 800 people with long COVID who reported in May of 2021. So this was a survey. This isn't that. I don't even know if it was peer reviewed, but I I wanted to just bring it up to show you these percentages. So this study of 800 people with long COVID, um, 57 percent of them saw overall improvement and 43 percent saw no change or deterioration after the first dose. So these these patients that. the problem with the study is it doesn't say like when they did get the first dose so like I said some of these studies you got to really look at the variables here but I thought it was interesting to note that only 57 percent of them saw overall improvement I don't know it's kind of like saying it's a 50 50 shot should you get the vaccine or not now I'm not here to tell you yes or no I think everybody's should do their dil- diligence and be educated enough to make their own decision. But there are mandates out there. And like I was saying at the beginning of the show, whether COVID mandates change, develop, or whatever they're going to do, we have to remember that masks and vaccine requirements are not all you can be doing to prevent long-lasting, severe side effects of this virus. And um, it would be interesting to see some of the uh, some of the blood work on these patients who um, – saw overall improvement in the blood work of the patients that saw deterioration. So the problem with many of these studies, like I said, is that many people that are surveyed and studied are on different medications, different underlying disorders, different environments and hygiene habits, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, there's so many things to think about, which is what is making this virus so hard to understand and study its effects and the vaccine effects. Um, Another research study I came about studied the rise in risk of cardiovascular disease after being infected with COVID. And um, this study said even a mild case of COVID-19 can increase increase a person's risk of cardiovascular problems for at least a year after the diagnosis. And studies, uh, researchers have found that rates of many conditions such as heart failure and stroke were substantially higher in people who had recovered from COVID-19 than in similar people who didn't even have the disease. Um, Another note to say about that article is they said people who had recovered from COVID-19 showed increases in 20 cardiovascular problems over the year after infection, and the risk of heart failure increased by 72% in 1,000 people that were studied. So, wow, those are some those are some numbers there. Um so just to, the risk of heart failure, or cardiovascular disease is, see, is seen going up in patients that have been infected with COVID, basically. Okay. So, what are we going to do about this? All right. Well, what do you think we're going to say? Get tested. Um but that this goes back to what I was telling you earlier, okay? There is an advanced coronary panel that is offered and developed by the Cleveland Clinic. Now, we order it it was just developed by them, but we can order it. LabCore draws your blood. Um, go to, I hope you went to that website, knowyourrisk.com to check it out because it'll tell you all of the enzymes that are included with this cardiovascular panel. Now, two of my favorite markers in this can actually measure the active buildup of cholesterol inside your artery wall and is a risk marker for a heart attack or stroke if this particular enzyme goes up. Now, wow, wouldn't you like to know what your value is with that? If it's high, we need to clean up the diet. We need to look at your cholesterol, and we need to get you on some supplements to clean up those arterial walls. Um, another enzyme that's included that I really like to, to look at for my patients, um, its acronym is MPO, um, but it's another marker that measures the body's response to a damaged lining of the artery wall that may have become thinner, cracked, or unstable due to cholesterol accumulation and inflammation. And for this number two, your risk for a heart attack increases if this number keeps going up. So what do we do when we find these values of these, these advanced coronary markers that we test? What do we do when we see that they're high. Well, as your physician, depending on your age and your weight and other markers that are included in the testing that we do, we use a lot of resveratrol. We use a lot of garlic. We use a lot of omega-3. Um, there's a lot of studies coming out about beet concentration and um, extract, how that can help prevent cardiovascular disease as well. So um, we may even be getting into some detoxification Uh, protocols as well so it just depends on some of the other levels but I just want to let you know some of the some of the things that we recommend after seeing these values Um, testing vitamin k is important because you know vitamin k is a blood thinner so you have to be careful with that one you always want to test before you start taking that Um, there's a lot of good products out there for heart um, but it all comes down to where you're at right now so like I said you got to test the body as a whole though Right, because the liver is what makes cholesterol. Okay, well, what if you have a sick liver and you never even knew it? You got to improve the liver to have a healthy cholesterol. You also have to have healthy cholesterol to have healthy hormones. So everything works as a whole. You have to have good vitamin D status to have good cholesterol. Um, When you look at your cholesterol, don't be scared by the total number. Take that total number divide it by the HDL, that's your heart-healthy cholesterol. And if that number is under four, that's a good thing. You're in somewhat of a protective category against cardiovascular disease. If it's over four, you need to increase your heart-healthy cholesterol and lower the two bad cholesterols, the VLDL and the LDL. So that's all discussed with you by your doctor, whether it's us or, or whoever you see. But don't be scared by that total number. I have a lot of clients that come to me initially and they say, oh, my doctor is worried about my cholesterol. It's over 200 and I don't want to go on a statin. And I say, well, what's your HDL? And this last patient I just had, her HDL was like 90 something. And I was like, "Oh," and then I told her that little calculation to do. I'm like, you have to be careful. You have to look at Each of the cholesterols that were tested to really see how unhealthy or healthy it is. The VLDL is the worst one. That's the artery-clogging cholesterol. LDL can go up if there's inflammation and infection because you have to remember, cholesterol is a protectant. We make it for a reason. It protects the brain. It helps make our hormones. So you have to have a good, healthy cholesterol. I actually like to see it around 200, but I like to see that HDL, somewhere over 70. All right. Um, genetics can play a role in cholesterol sometimes, but really diet needs to be discussed if your ratio is, is over four, if that number over four. Um, some heart healthy fats to include more of in the diet to help raise that HDL would be fish. Now, when you eat fish, make sure it's not farm raised. Try to get fresh or wild-caught, and it'll say right on the case. If you get it in the case, it'll say right there, or you'll have luck um, in the frozen section as well. So fish is a great way to raise your omega-3s or your heart-healthy cholesterol. Um, snacking on nuts and seeds, those are good. Um, avocados are, are great. Um, you can have a half of an avocado every day. And don't be afraid about the fat, all right? Your body's going to burn it off just as long as you're not overdoing the carbs, so don't be afraid. Um, You can sprinkle a little bit of olive oil right on on top of your vegetables or your salad to get the benefits of olive oil. Um, Grapeseed oil, avocado oil, those are all good. Um, So I I try to have, I probably have an avocado about three times a week. Um, Not always a whole one, but you you can cut them in half and save the other half for later, so... Um, those are some good ways to raise your cholesterol. And, you know, like I said before, what if, you know, you knew you could have better outcomes and survival rates of COVID or long COVID if you were properly tested and naturally built immunity status and overall cardiovascular health without the use of medication? And you can. You just have to do it right under the guidance of your physician. Um so heart-healthy fats are a great way to raise that HDL. Um, if you're going to take an omega-3 supplement, I recommend at least 500 milligrams of fish oil or omega-3. Um, I take one every single day. I think it helps a lot with my skin. Um I'm blessed by my mom and my grandma that we have very high HDLs. My mom, my grandma, my aunt, who she's been tested here. We all have great HDLs, but um, you know we do all take fish oil supplements as well, which I'm sure helps. Um, some other things that I do to promote good health and immunity status, um, I do take 5,000 international units of vitamin D daily. I do take a collagen supplement and a really potent biotin because after having three kids, I had some uh, hair loss, like little patches in the back, and they've all grown back. Um, Got some baby hairs there, but um, the biotin I take is six thousand milligrams, just to tell you how strong that is. So I take that every day. Um, I do take a multi. um, One things with one thing with multivitamins you need to be aware of is the iron in them, because if you have too high of iron. You need to avoid the multis with iron, obviously. Um, I do take a vitamin C, 2,000 milligrams daily. Um, I do take milk thistle for liver and for detoxification. And then I also take a supplement called Perfect Food Greens. It's just like a green because, let's face it, I mean, we try to get all the vegetables in we need daily, but it's really hard. (laughs) Um, So anyways, those are just some things that I do, but my testing is going to be different than yours. So you might need some different suggestions so some of our patients are on a lot of vitamins and those are the very sick patients the sicker you are the more vitamins you're going to need all right we have to cut to a short break I um, went over the last segment. I'm not going to go over this segment. Um, It's part of my job, right? Don't tune away. We have a few more things to talk about before the end of the show. You're listening to Dr. Natalie Gailey on WHIO 95.7 FM and AM 1290. We'll be right back.
1: It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.
0: Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Take Two Healthcare, your guide to a better living on an Ask the Experts weekend. I am your host, Dr. Natalie Yaley, board-certified doctor of chiropractic and physician certified by the American Academy of Thermology for thermographic interpretation. Uh, We've been doing thermography now at our clinic for since I started pretty much, I'd say for 10 years. So um, we're the only clinic in the Dayton area that offers thermography. And um, if you want more information about thermography, and um, we use it mainly for breast cancer screenings, um, please visit our website or um, you can reach us on Facebook as well. So there's lots of ways to get a hold of us. Um, If you've never had a baseline study uh, of your breast for thermography or with thermography for breast cancer screening, If you're over 40, I would suggest to get one, get a baseline study. Um, Real easy to do, real simple, and obviously I do the interpretations in-house, so that's nice. That's a benefit for a lot of our patients. Um, All right, so this entire program, we pretty much talked about long COVID, um, how it's pretty new, and we're still working on treatments for it, and then how it has been affected people Uh, cardiovascular wise um so i was talking about ways to increase your hdl and um, there's some good information i have about avocados one of my favorite um it can help lower the ldl cholesterol um, which is one of the bad cholesterols um it has lots of antioxidants including lutein um now one of the thing or one of the reasons to let me find this here real quick um so any consuming foods that are good sources of antioxidants um, with, along with a source of dietary fats such as avocado or fish or nuts can increase how much of these plant compounds we absorb. So consuming foods with antioxidants like kales, tomatoes, carrots, um, really any green, um, you can increase those antioxidants if you consume them with a little bit of fat so like i said sprinkle some olive oil on that salad or you know whatever so before we leave i have a couple minutes here i want to i found something um a lot of people's new year's resolution is to lose weight and so they typically start a diet let's face it most diets fail um and a lot of times we're doing these diets all for the wrong reasons and I found this this quote here. I'm going to read it to you. You cannot hate your body and expect to lose weight. When you do, it creates a fight from within and can spur on disordered eating behaviors. From a place of acceptance, instead, you can honor where you are while still moving towards healthy change. Remove the inner fight and honor your body by feeding it good healthy foods, and moving toward a path that is loving, kind, and supportive. When it comes to finding your positive inner why, focus on this. A healthy weight means a, help, means a happier, healthier, and longer life. So when you want to lose weight, think about why you're doing it for. Me, my reason to stay healthy is my kids. I want to see my kids' kids' kids, <laughs> if you can figure that out. Um, they just started playing sports. It, it makes my day. So find your inner why. Find what drives you to be healthier, because when you're healthier, you're happier. And if you need help, if you don't know where to start, give us a call. Our phone number is 937-433-3241. You can also reach us on the web at Take2HealthCare.com. That's with the number two. I have enjoyed being with you this afternoon. I hope you have a lovely weekend. Um, Thank you for tuning in. We will be here next weekend as well. So I am signing off. My name is Dr. Natalie Yaley, and um, again, thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Have a great weekend.
1: It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather, and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.